Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. What up, brother Caputo? What is going on, Dustin Bones? We're back together again for another edition of the Guns in Radio podcast. And, uh... Woo-hoo. I know for you guys it's only been a week, but for us it feels like it's been a fucking month. Yeah, man. We had a Blitz and Mania of, of November 2020. So, like, we did, like, what, three, four straight? And then, like, we just got yeah. busy three. with our own lives for a little bit. But, yeah. But now we're reunited and it feels so good. Damn straight. And I'm celebrating with some Kentucky bourbon in here. Ooh, very nice. A little whiskey and coke to, to loosen up the vocal cords. <laughs> Give you guys another great podcast. Coming to you live oh, yeah. from what could be one of, uh, one of, if not the last episode we record here in my humble abode, my skyline apartment in the great city of Jefferson. And anybody that's ever been to Jefferson City gets that joke because there ain't no skyline apartment. <laughs> so things might get weird for us, folks, over the next couple of weeks. Dustin, your old pal Dustin may have to call in or something uh, while we're in the moving process. Plus, I'm going on vacation halfway through the move. Yeah. Oh, 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 hot damn. Got that a little stronger than I thought. Which means that. <laughs> which means I'm going to be leaving this apartment to go to uh, Mississippi to see my friends and family for Christmas. And then when I come back, I'll be returning to a different house. That's going to be a weird adjustment, especially when I come in fucking tired as hell from that road trip and I ultimately go to the wrong apartment. Mm. <laughs> That's gonna be. <laughs> I'm looking for that to happen. So what's new with you? Oh, uh, not much right now. It's just more or less getting ready for you know Christmas holiday shit. Just trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing to end this goddamn shithole of a year. So yeah, we gotta celebrate when this one's over. Oh one. yeah, I mean. I just like you guys listening. We, me and Dustin are probably like we just want this fucking year to end because it's felt like seven, but wrapped in about <laughs> twelve months. Like yeah, literally. yeah, it's been a royal pain in the ass. Uh, hopefully, though, within the next few days, we'll get back in our groove. Uh, I, I know that later on tonight we're going to be doing a watch along because while we were on break, Guns and Roses released a brand new "Not in This Lifetime" video. And mm-hmm. we're going to be watching that with the aid of a special guest who was at that show. And uh, you want to tell him, tell him about that, Caputo? Yeah, let's just say he was at that show, but unfortunately, he didn't make it past the front gates. <laughs> <laughs> but tonight, for the first time ever, he's going to be getting to watch along with us to see uh, what he missed. Have you watched this yet? I have not, actually. I've been waiting just for, like, this to do this. So, like, I have not seen nothing. I'm hyped. Uh, you're a better man than me, because I, I, I wasn't waiting. 
<laughs> I, I watched that shit almost immediately. Expect great things is all I've got to say. One way or the or the other. Uh, that's going to be an interesting... That's probably going to be our most interesting watch-along we've ever had. Uh, oh, absolutely. Because I think it's, one of the, it's probably one of the few we've had like a guest watching along with us as well. Like It's been a yeah. while since we've done something like that, especially the guest of, you know, uh, that magnitude who has sort of like... Um, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? Like, he has like a, there's a story behind what's happened at that <laughs> show too. So like, yeah. definitely, it's something to look forward to. We're, there'll probably be lots of like um, anti team Brazil jokes. So that'll be fun just to <laughs> rip on people. I mean, this what we always do with these nuns lifetime slugs. We end up freaking ripping the whole band apart. Who cares? It's fun. <laughs> I can't help it. They're so bad sometimes. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, remember, I remember the download festival. <laughs> that one wasn't bad. I don't think. Uh, I don't remember. It really depends on what. Like Axel is the key. What form yeah. he's in, and uh, how many notes slash misses or fucks up is gonna or be. How many uh, solos he fucks up? Yeah. God, this I love. He he butchered this I love. God damn. And then we're going to be checking out our song of the day, which is going to be Just Another Sunday, but this is not just another podcast, folks. This is the Guns and Radio podcast, and we'll be right back with Rick Dunsford and the Wichita, Kansas Watch Along right after this commercial. Well, Man of the hour. What's going on, Rick? How's it going? Oh, not bad. It's good to see you again, man. How you feeling? You want to do this tonight or you want to wait till tomorrow? Dude, it don't matter, man, because <laughs> I'm up for it for two weeks. You're what? I'm up for uh, it for two weeks. Oh, oh did right. you get the Rona? I got the Rona. Oh, damn. That sucks, oh, shit. That's brutal, man. <laughs> No, it's great, actually. <laughs> it don't sound that great. But I've been praying for this moment for so long. <laughs> I, I get it over with. Oh, no. I want to keep getting it. It's a two-week vacation, bro. It's a two-week paid vacation. And that's what I love, man. <laughs> yeah, you don't get many of those in life. No, especially during this pandemic, man. I got the, I had to miss out on my vacations and stuff with my family. So, you know, if you can't travel, you know, at least I can get paid to be at home and chill, you know? Yeah, well, that's always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, folks, your boy actually joined in. Like I said, you know, this is kind of a clusterfuck of a taping, but it isn't all of our tapings a clusterfuck. Uh, we said Pretty we was much. gonna be, we 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 were supposed to tape this bit tomorrow, but we're gonna do it right now. Uh, do you have a do you have a computer or something? Yeah, nice mask. A little late for that, bud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, look what it says though. Hold on. Oh, some forty-one. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're working on that. Uh, I'll talk to you more about that later when we're not nice on air. Progress? Uh, yes, no, there's not any right now. I was going to get with you and see who, uh, who, uh, 
I need it. I don't want to talk about it on the air yet. Okay, that's understandable. We'll talk about it afterwards, man. Yeah, hey, till I- we've hey. got something set in stone. I don't want to get people's hopes up. Hey, what's going on in this mm-hmm. episode? Because I'm just kind of jumped in in the middle. Uh-huh. Well, uh, Guns N' Roses released a... Uh, a not in this lifetime from a little show in Wichita, Kansas. That was a good show, I heard. That's son of a bitch. And uh, we were. Uh, have you got somewhere where you can get on a computer and watch it with us? You know what? Give me one second. Uh, I'm going to be very quiet for one second. It is. Uh, I've got a sleeping. I've got a sleeping axle in the house. One second. Okay. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm gonna grab my daughter's iPad. Hold up. All right. I'm gonna bring this up. Hey Caputo, have you got it? Yeah, I got it uh, loaded ready here. All right. I'm gonna get past the. Uh... Ah, okay. I gotta know YouTube. Why are you advertising me a new phone? You think I'm gonna buy a brand new one two days later? Like you think I'm gonna switch to iPhone right after I switch my Android? Okay, so yeah, when Rick gets back, we'll watch. Uh, we'll go ahead and do the watch along. Hell yeah, man! I'm then, excited for this one. This one's good. Though, apparently, it's got yeah. I, I'm gonna wait and give my thoughts as it goes on. There's one moment in the show, and you're gonna see what I mean. You'll know what I'm talking about. That I believe with all of my heart has been overdubbed. Oh, you mean like the all of live era? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. And you'll you'll see what I mean when when we get there to that song. Wait, a, wait a damn minute here. Are you telling me live era was overdubbed? <laughs> I don't know. According to some rumors and innuendo, I don't know. This is fucking news to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my, my motherfucking mind is blown right now. I thought Axel sounded that good naturally, man. (laughs) (laughs) I know, man, yeah. 2013 Axel sounded great in that DVD we almost attended. Isn't that some bullshit? Me and Rick go all the way to Vegas to see Guns N' Roses. They taped a DVD the night before we got there. Fuck. (laughs) Hey, but you know what, though? I'm kind of glad that worked out like that because... You see how far back the row was from the stage? Yeah. yeah. When they had the they, strippers in the audience. Yeah, they were in the front. They were in the front row, you know, so you couldn't uh so people like us couldn't enjoy it. Hey, you know what else I love, man? I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but every time Guys and Roses post a, a Facebook comment, for some reason I am not blocked yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm trolled the hell out of these. I, I troll the hell out of every post, okay? And what is so funny, man, is you'll get some of these fans on here that be like, "You don't know nothing about the band. If you're a true fan, you would love them. Uh, you need, you know, you don't understand. This talking shit, like I'm not a fan of the band. You know what I mean? Try to talk to me like I'm a casual. <laughs> yeah, well, those are the casuals. If you, I mean, shit. If you're in the online community, you 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 know who this who Rick is by now. Well, no, I just meant, like, in general, like, these, you know, these fuckers talking, man, just talk, like, man, I hope they play Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. For real? I hope they don't play it. 
Like, we honestly, used to do that, me and Rick, when we would stand in line, we would talk to people and be like, oh man, you think they'll play Paradise City tonight? Like, <laughs> and then you, you have a you have a couple of people online that think they're hardcore, like, oh, yeah, bro, you're good. They're going to play this. They're going to play that. And me and Dustin will play dumb, like, oh, man, really? Like, we're super excited. <laughs> and we're just like, hey, dumbasses, come on, man. Really? <laughs> you, remember, <laughs> you remember the time we went to Georgia and everybody kept asking us what what band we were in? Oh, what was it? Uh, What was the name of the band? I don't remember if it was Pussy Riot or the Raging yeah. Pussy, but it definitely had the word pussy in it. Yeah, it had pussy in it for sure. Yeah. Because I made I made the joke that we're in Atlanta tonight for our five days of blood tour. Oh my gosh, that was beautiful too. <laughs> was that the was, was was that the was that the can? Was that, that the, was, was the that can. can? That was the night of the can, which came up in my Facebook memories today. <laughs> Dude, uh, hey man, we need to like. I mean, like, honestly, dude, aside from the locker shit, we really, truly need to do an episode just based on the stupid shit that's happened at these shows, man. Because I think these, I think those stories are better than the locker stories. I know, man. That's why I wanted to do your podcast. Uh, well, podcast. We need to do it. Like, yeah, we'll bring it back. We'll bring it back after the holiday because I'm moving right now. I'm coming to Mississippi at the end of the month for the holidays. I've got too much going on right now. But at the first of the year, we'll uh, we'll bring it back. We'll do something else. Yeah, I, I really want that GNR because I think that uh, the underwear story is going to be great. Oh, yeah, because it's like I told everybody when uh, when we first started this show and people were talking about Rick in the locker and everything, I was over there like reading all this shit going, man, if you fuckers only knew, this is the tip of this motherfucking iceberg. <laughs> dude it gets, it gets crazy man it's like i don't know man. i don't even know how a lot of this shit even happened man like i really don't but yeah i wouldn't trade it for nothing though man that shit was pretty that's pretty funny yeah some of them shows i'm still paying off but my god we had a good time <laughs> uh well guys are you ready to get started with the watch along yes i've got my daughter's ipad brought up <laughs> All right, Caputo, count us down. All right. Well, I, I, hold mm-hmm. up. You, you two's giving me this bullshit ass ad. Hold up. I got <laughs> to wait five seconds, guys. Oh, yeah, there's going to be ads. This isn't going to be a perfect watch-along, everybody, because Caputo's the only one with an ad blocker. So, uh, so fucking smart. So uh, we are going to have some ads come up, but uh, just uh, bear with us the best that you can. And, uh, what do they advertise? Uh, this advertising is something about grammar. I don't know. Oh, okay, here it is. I'm turning the volume up. Now, All right. Three. I, I have never watched, I've never watched this. This is my first time watching it. I saved it for this moment. I'm the only one that's seen it before. <laughs> All right, Caputo, count us down. All right. In three, two, one, play. All right. There's the infamous logo. All right, we're starting out with Estranged. Oh, Lord, I can already tell. When I watched this with my girlfriend, we got into about... I'd say eight or nine minutes of estranged, and she goes, God damn, is it still on the same song? 
<laughs> hey, it is a long song, man, and it's but it's it's a masterpiece. It's one of my favorites. It really oh, is. It, it it blows my mind that that more people don't know about Estranged. Hey, uh, all right, guys, hold up. Pause it for one second. Let's play a oh. game with this. Well, don't pause okay. it. Let's just play the game. All right. If we could catch up, Slash has a hole in his pants, all right? And every time you see him, his nut sack's always hanging out. Let's see if we can spot it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I hope you're dude, not serious. Dude, no, I swear to God, dude. Like, when I saw him in Nashville, dude, uh, he was sitting on his aunt, and his legs were spread, and I, he had, like, his, one of his nuts hanging out the whole time. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, really? Seriously? Fuck, this I mean, happens when your girlfriend dresses you. This is what happens when you get a certain age, because, you know, you go to Christmas, and you got that one uncle that's all that be sitting there with the shorts on or something and not knowing it. <laughs> Don't wear leather pants after 50. I think Slash is wearing leather pants, is he not? They all are at this point. Uh, well, you know, that goes back to our very first episode about leather pants. Yes. Like, and swamp ass. Chafe. I know, man. How do, you, how do you not get galled as fuck in those leather pants? Shit. I, I can get see, a little yeah, warm and, like your, yeah. and be Rudolph the Red Nut Reindeer over here. Yeah. Especially if they're like tight leather pants, like literally, like your testicles are gonna be going like different directions. No, I don't do tight pants. Oof. No, my well, boys I can't do it no more. Every time I wear tight pants, the knees get stretched out too much. <laughs> hey, what what, what mark are you guys at? Um, two forty one. Oh, okay. I'm a little bit behind. Hang on. I'm at 2.45. I'm at 2.45. Oh, that's okay. It's not going to be a perfect watch along anyway. All right, we go. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at Axel with his short hair. I don't think it looks bad. I mean, homie want to cut his hair. I can understand that sentiment. Yeah. I I I'm not crazy I mean, about it. Wasn't that right before we started this show that he cut his hair? It was, a, it was the yeah. first show at that, the California show, that pavilion, whatever. Well, uh, the what was the name of that damn show? That uh, secret, that surprise show they did uh, before uh, they went to uh, before they went to North Carolina. Uh, yeah, fuck, I don't know Hollywood. Yeah, the Hollywood yeah, Palladium. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, I don't know. I don't think he's wearing the ball pants. Got his shit kickers on. I see. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, I was looking on Facebook one day and somebody was selling some of those Mexican dance shoes that's got like the curl at the beginning, at the front of it. You know what uh, I'm talking about? Uh, and uh, I'd never seen any of those before. So I was like, bro, what are you, a fucking elf or something? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. Let Mr. Dizzy Reed. The man himself. Yeah, man. There's three tambourines there just chilling it's like i use this one for these songs i use this for this <laughs> this tone is a little bit better have you uh do you remember when we first met dizzy reed rick 
the first time that? and when well i don't know about when you met him but when you and me were together in chicago outside the hotel yeah yeah chicago. see uh that nashville show that you did not go with me to because you were away for the south heavy show that was my first time meeting him and uh, i showed him my guns and roses tattoo and he was really drunk and then he showed me his tattoo of a girl that had a tattoo of Guns N' Roses on her arm. So he had a tattoo and a tattoo. And <laughs> my, mind was blown at, my mind was blown at that point. Yeah. And that was the Dude. same show that, that uh, Tommy Stinson pushed my brother out of the way to go talk to some chick. Oh, damn. <laughs> Could you imagine if, I don't know if I should say his name or not, but your brother got in a fight with uh, Tommy Stinson? Oh, you can say his name. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, his name's AJ. Uh, yeah, dude, that would have been funny as hell, dude. Hey, he did get into he has gotten into fights with uh he did get into a fight with Newfound Glory. Yeah, I remember that. I remember <laughs> that. Uh, you know what? Like watching old bootlegs and then watching how he sounds now, it's just so damn sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it. it it's pretty rough, but there's one moment on this show that I believe is overdubbed, and we're getting to that in a minute. I got your head out of the clouds. I mean, he's excellent, man. Richard's the best addition they've ever added to this band. I know. We give Fortis a lot of shit on this show, but... He, we joke around. We joke, but he's, he's, he's a f- fucking phenomenal guitarist. He's definitely the best thing they got going right now. I mean, I love Slash, but I mean, he can't do that shit that that Bumblefoot did and that Buckethead did. But luckily, well, I mean, Fortis comes pretty close because I've noticed Fortis does a lot of those solos that Slash can't do. Yeah, I love Fortis, man. He's and he's always been a super cool dude. Every time I met him. Remember when we forgot about him that time and then he photobombed our picture? <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to get a picture with Guns N' Roses and we asked everybody but Ford is to be in the photo because we forgot about him. And then, and then he photobombed at the last <laughs> second. He going to get in the photo. And then the joke used to be, man, go away, Ford is. We're trying to get a picture with Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> And then the joke became, he's not really in the band, just nobody has the heart to tell him, so they just don't plug his guitar in. (laughs) (laughs) But no, Fortis, in all seriousness, with all jokes aside, Fortis is an amazing guitarist. His James Bond theme, which you can find on iTunes, uh, was my favorite of the uh, Chinese Democracy Tour solos that we went to. Because you remember you and me went at the tail end. Me and you started going together at the tail end of that Chai Dim tour, or that second wave of the Chai Dim tour in 2011. The unnamed 2011 tour where they were getting sued and had to tour more. Oh, yeah. Those were the good days right there. The good days. I know. I like that band so much better. I'd give anything if the old, the old new Guns N' Roses would get together and make their own fucking super group with even if they had to get a different singer if they get sebastian bach and you had sebastian bach bumblefoot fucking hell even dj and tommy and uh fuck it even Pittman. i liked Pittman, drunk as he was I still like... you remember the night he choked you at the back at the back at the after party hey, dude, that's still the weirdest thing. 
that's probably the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me, dude. Like, I literally got attacked by Chris Pittman. I showed him where I showed you. I showed him where you were because he came over and he gave me a big hug and he he knew my name and that was the first part that was like really cool because I'd been texting him for a while but I thought it was Rick fucking with me <laughs> so I'm so glad that we went to that after party because I was slowly building up to turn oh, it in. Some... I'm not in it. <laughs> hey, also just one I'll pause for one second. You know those pictures I sent you? Yeah. You need to edit those into here somewhere, showing them my view of the sh- uh, during this. Uh, during this, <laughs> we'll put them on the website on the page for this episode when we relaunch next year. When we relaunch gunsandradios.com. dot com. Oh yeah, we'll man! Dude. <laughs> All right, add in three seconds. Let's All right, Civil War. Uh, we got an ad. It's making me watch an ad. But yeah, yeah I've got to. I've got to watch War Thunder. Uh, War Thunder or some shit. Uh, hang on, skip go. ahead. All right, there, I'm back now. Remember when they first brought... I remember... Okay, so check this out. When they first brought Civil War back, me and Rick were talking, and we were getting ready for to our next wave of Guns N' Roses shows. And I said to Rick, man, I don't know why they don't play Civil War. I wish they would bring that back. And then Rick goes, man, fuck you. They ain't never bringing back Civil War. Nashville, Tennessee... He goes by himself. What do they fucking bring back? Civil fucking war. Hey, but well, that's not the best part, man. Because I remember I was live streaming it. Uh, this is whenever uh, the forums used to be nice to me. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so I was on a uh, I was on my GNR forum at the time, and uh, I remember posting that Guns N' Roses is a. Uh, rehearsing civil war and uh oh my god and i and i live streamed it oh you know people got excited but you know that civil war was full but i wanted oh my god and we We all want oh my god back i don't know what would oh my god sound like today do we really want it bad well take the mickey mouse club (laughs) take the mickey mouse clubhouse show and just take uh, i say his vocals Get uh, get someone to alter it. Oh my god, I can't deny it. <laughs> At least he knows his limitations. Someone think. Yeah, in all in all seriousness, as much shit as I talk about this band, I do still love the band. Now we all do. Now, smoking as far as manager goes, Fernando can suck my dick. Yeah, that that whole thing. That whole thing got blown up way too much, man. And you know, it's so funny during this whole show right here, on the right side of the stage, uh, Fernando is standing <laughs> on the side of the stage the whole time, emailing me. And I'm telling you, there's literally probably like over 20 something emails exchanged throughout the whole night. What do you think he was sending you at this point in the show? Sorry, fam. Hate to do this to you. You know the language he uses. Come on, yeah. buzz. What a fan. You know, he uses that stupid uh, language with me. And, uh, and, and you know, the thing is, I never would. When, when we used to hang with Fernando, I never would have suspected in a million years he'd pull some shit like that just to cover his own ass. Hey, but yeah. you know, I bet you know it's funny because you both, you both have seen the emails. And uh, uh, you remember that one email where he said that uh, he, he admitted that, uh, that uh, Hard School and Atlas are shared. 
and which was violated by agreement with them apparently because those were the hard school leaked and uh and then uh his uh, lo- the lawyers and all that did not have any knowledge of it and then fernando emails me telling me this is for uh, your eyes and your eyes only yes you are right you did inform me about the songs but uh the reason why you kicked out is because i got because i got the fbi involved in it that's fucked up that is fucked up I don't need your civil. Sing it, Caputo. <laughs> Hello. Every time I no. do that, he never <laughs> sings. We're gonna get him to sing on this show one day. Okay, he he's got new pair of pants here. There's no balls hanging out, guys. I'm sorry. Damn. You remember the time hey, we went and too- saw Slash and Miles Kennedy, and he was wearing that mesh shirt, and then like he had one nipple poking out all night, and then all you could yeah. notice like. Once you see that one nipple, it just like your <laughs> eye goes back to it, and it's like, man, I don't want to keep looking at this old man hairy nipple. And it wasn't like yeah. just a regular nipple; it was like a it was like a mid boob nipple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, slash free the nipples for the chicks, not you, man. <laughs> Amen to that, man. <laughs> I heard Slash and Miles Kennedy got a new record coming out soon. And that's some bullshit right there. How in the hell is a solo project slash the solo project going to release music before Guns N' Roses? Come on, This will be the second one they've released since he's back? The second one. I'm going to tell you, man. I love that band. I am so glad that they did not because when I when they first when Slash first came back, the thing that scared me about it is I thought we were losing Slash and Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators for good. And I am so glad that that turned out to not be the case because I fucking love that band. Well, I think Slash wants to make music, and I know with uh, Guns N' Roses being under uh, being under the wonderful management of Team Brazil, shit's not going to happen. Instead, we're going to yeah. get fucking toy trucks, and uh, we're going <laughs> to put Slash's images on a uh, Funko Pops. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I still have them on display. Yeah, I, do. I, I, I got the Junior Funkos. That's the only got, ones I own. Uh, I've got all three Guns N' Roses Funkos, and I got like all the Chucky ones and Pennywise ones. <laughs> I thought about finding like an anime with blue hair to be Melissa and uh, like Blade, and let that be Frank, and then try to find <laughs> one that kind of looks like Fortis and put in there with them. Yeah. We'll just yeah, we'll just get someone to make like a custom Izzy Stratham Funko Pop and just label it as Richard Fortis. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it's funny you mention Izzy. I was just telling my girlfriend, man, I had a dream about Izzy Stradlin last night, and Thanks, I don't. Uh, of course, you know it. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 fuck you, Rick. Anyway. <laughs> All I remember about it is like, you know how like a wise old man in the movies comes and gives somebody advice and it's always like a wise old black man, like a janitor or something. That is what it was. It's like something was going on. I can't remember what it was. And Izzy Stradlin showed up and gave me advice about the situation. (laughs) And that was, that was the dream I had. Well, if I was you, I would take that advice and run with it. (laughs) <laughs> maybe i was visited by the gods of rock and roll last night in my in my in my dreams because lord knows i've built quite the shrine to them 
I haven't even told Rick I'm moving yet. That's why I'm all Where are you moving to? Just uh just uh a few miles away. My girlfriend and I are moving in together. That's why the Guns N' Roses shelf you gave me over here don't have anything on it right now. I guess I can move the TV. Show it on that's nobody can see this because it's an audio podcast, but <laughs> I show this off to anybody that'll listen every chance I get. Like all my friends in Jefferson City know that this one of a kind thing Rick Dunsford gave me, nobody else has. Because I've said that's that's like honestly was the one of my favorite pieces ever, man. It was uh getting it. Oh, we got another ad. Yeah, I'm skipping it in two, one. Yeah, when you gave it to me, I felt bad for taking it. No, because it's been in storage, dude, for over 10 years, and I have nowhere to just do. When you have kids, you can't, you got to give up certain things in life. I told, uh, I told my girlfriend when we move and stuff that, like, of all of the things that come out of this house, the last thing I'm taking out, oh, here we go. Here we go, guys, Wichita lineman. Oh, get- useless cover ever. Right, we're getting to the part. Out, we're getting to the part that I was talking about about being overdubbed. But before we get there, this piece is the last thing that gets moved from this apartment. And we've got people that's coming to help us move, but like nobody is to touch this but me. <laughs> and and that's that's the rule. And oh, did you know? Oh, have I showed you a computer? Have I showed you the DVD Rick gave me? I think you have. Rick gave me a DVD of the riot show of the Rocket Queen riot because yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I remember because that. of how much I go to that venue. Before COVID, I went to that venue at least once a month to see a concert. Like I basically lived at Riverport before COVID, and Rick gave me this DVD of the Rocket Queen show with the whole riot footage and everything on it, and on the cover of the DVD. He put Axel's mugshot. I remember that. You showed me that. That was fucking gold. (laughs) And it's even the right mugshot because it says St. Louis County on it. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm I'm not going to half-ass it, dude. I'm going to do it all the way. (laughs) Originally, this room was supposed to look like a record store, and there was going to be a cash register and shit right here. And uh, you know how they have don't accept checks from these people? Like when you go in a real store? I was going to put Rockstar mugshots there and that was going to be one of them <laughs> yeah i love the shirt uh above your shoulder oh crashing broadway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love crashing broadway that shirt had to get retired though because it was getting too faded from watching it all the time i had to take down my michael grave shirt after his racist uh, yeah, I hated that because he was so cool to us. Yeah, dude, it's so funny. I, I found some old tour footage, man, and I didn't realize it, man, but I think he was pretty racist back then, too. <laughs> Isn't it funny how, like, you get when you get out of the South and you, you and you think about shit, like, even shit I've said in the past, like. I didn't realize how racist I was till I got out of the South and then really thought about some of the shit I had said in the past and was just ashamed of myself. It, the problem and, is, it's the, it's the mentality that uh, it's the way people are raised around here. It's okay to, uh, 
it's okay to look at uh, minorities and stuff like that and make fun of them or single them out. It's okay to, around here, it's okay to tell your white daughter not to date a black boy because he's black. You know, I mean, it's just, that's just the, that's the way racism exists around here in Mississippi. And that's what I fight against every day. I fight against that uh, hate and racism around here. I guess that's why I'm hated a lot around here. Yes. I can't believe I'm watching this on an iPad. There, my mic's muted. Sorry, I didn't realize I'd muted myself. <laughs> but anyway, what I was saying was when you get out of the South and you realize some of the shit you've said and done that you, at least for me, I, I, I never intended to be. Like, I never really thought I was until I got out of the South and got to living here for a while. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a culture shock, man. Once you leave this area. And oh, we missed it. Oh, well, There's when, a... That note that we always make fun of on the show, we're still on the line. On the line. Yeah, and we're up to night train. Yeah, boy. That's what he says. (laughs) I'm on night train now. My favorite. This is my favorite song live. Oh, yeah. You remember I landed in 2011? Oh, yeah. That's the one. That's the one where he came up and got in her face and did this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you remember Atlanta, 2012. He. Re- that's our first time we shook Axel's hand. He, yeah, he that was. Shook- that was during Civil War. Yeah, Civil War. Yep, he shook our hand, and uh, Atlanta is always a good spot. Yeah, uh, Axel reached into the crowd, and he and he and he shook three hands. Uh, maybe four, but I know it was me, Rick, and Megan Sides, and maybe some stranger beside us somewhere. No, I, no, it was uh, it was just us three. Was it okay? You know, because I thought it was strange. I'm like, man, he just got he got our whole crew, man. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't just shake our hands like motherfucker was. I thought he was trying to pull me up on the stage. I was like, whoa, what? I, I was kind of like a shock. I'm like. Did I just shake hands with God? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Closest I'll come till I'm dead. Two for me about tonight. I train. Hey, I don't know why Frank gets I don't know why Frank gets so much hate. I don't either, man. I think he's a I think he's a fire drubber. He's okay, hey, but he's I feel like friendly. on some songs. Yeah. I was gonna say like on some songs are like the temple. You like Throws the tempo off. Like you hear, like "Sweet Child of Mine." Now it's like done it like almost at twice the speed, and it's because of him. Well, shit! Light Night Train Live is definitely double the speed. Uh, it's a little bit faster, but it's still roughly at pace, I'd say. Because I listened to after getting spoiled from seeing them live like a million times with Rick here, I listened to Night Train on Appetite, and it almost sounds like a slow song. Yeah. So when I, the night train that's on my iPod or my phone that I listen to is the one from Live Era because it's more closer to tempo to what I'm used to for that song. This is definitely, I hate to crown uh, Dustin's favorite Guns N' Roses song, but I think if, I think 
Night Night Train may be my favorite Guns N' Roses song. It, definitely, it's uh, I wouldn't say favorite for me because for me, my personal favorite I would have to say is Oh My God, <laughs> just because uh, lyrically I, I thought the song was just brilliant lyrically. You know what I mean? Like, and then Better is such a great song lyrically too. Yeah, like, I, I I love the. I'm just love the lyrics in, the, in those two songs. But Night Train has so much energy that, like, live, my God, dude, nothing can match that energy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you'll be getting through this three hour show. We'll be at, like, usually Night Train's right about the three hour mark. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you're tired and stuff. And, and then they play Night Train and that shoots you. It's like a shot in the arm, it shoots you right back up. And then those last three, four songs that come after that. Uh, you'll be riding that night train energy all the way back to Paradise City. Well, you remember in Chicago, I rode that night train energy way too fucking hard. I was just about to say <laughs> that, oh, that that night in Chicago, and I think we've told the story on the show before where Rick died. Oh yeah. Uh, the last I remember before they carried him away, they were playing Night Train, and I was jumping up and down and saying along. I look over at Rick, and he's leaning over. And I think he's just not having it. You know, I mean, I think he's just tired. So I'm trying to be a good buddy and I wrap my arm around him and I start like jumping up and down and scream. And that kind of helped for a second. And then next thing I know, Madagascar starting, I look beside me, Rick's not there. And I look over and they're carrying him away. And that's when, fuck that was, yeah. that, that, that's a top contender for the worst day of my life. Well, and if you watch the video, if you watch that pay-per-view during Madagascar, you actually see Axel looking, watching me the whole time being carried away. Yeah. 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 I finally got a copy of that. So thank you, Rick. Oh, you How are you going to put an ad in the middle of night train? Like that. Fuck you, YouTube. What a fucking, yeah. I think team Brazil placed the ads in this. Fucking team Bukaki over there. And oh well. Someone needs to wipe Team Brazil off. I just out, man. I'm tired of these, these guys, man. I'm sick and tired of them. I don't know, man. At, but like, the thing. You seen the holiday merch? No, I'm not buying that shit no more, dude. I spent way too much money. I spent way too much money on GNR merch. As you can see from the room I'm sitting in, like I've spent a lot of money on GNR merch over the years. If I'm going to buy anything, I'm going to buy a poster. I'm going to buy a t-shirt, maybe. And it ain't going to be one they're selling on their website. It's going to be one that I can't get anywhere, though. Fuck no. Fuck that. Well, my next shirt, I'm gonna, my next GNR-related shirt I'm going to get is going to be a custom-made one. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. when. Ooh, ooh, nice. I just pulled up my phone to read our subscription numbers. And Rick texted me while we were recording this, so that worked out perfectly. All right, so there you go. Not in this lifetime. Festival. What did you guys think? Final thoughts? Rick, this is your first time getting to see this show. Uh, yes, it is. And, uh, Was it worth the price it. you paid? Oh, I got it. <laughs> was it worth the bet? It was, uh, I think Guns N' Roses was uh, better. Uh, a few years earlier, in the early, uh, around 2010, two, uh, 2010, 2011, 12, 13, hell, I even say 14, okay? But this shit that we're getting now, 
I mean, come on, dude. It's like, how much are you going to milk the fans for? I mean, yeah. That's literally what they're doing. They're milking the fans to rip. And you think about, think about the song, uh, Get in the Ring. Uh, we're talking about ripping off the fucking fans. That's exactly what, uh, that's exactly what Team Brazil is doing to Guns N' Roses fans right now. I don't disagree. Like I said, I mean, it really sucks because of how, I mean, just because of how cool Fernando used to be. All right. All right. With the show of hands, how many of you bought Sweet Child of Mine, the, the children's book featuring Fernando's daughter? <laughs> I didn't not, buy my, Everyone, not at once, please. Not at once. Not. <laughs> so are you telling me that we're on a Guns N' Guns Roses podcast and not one person on here has bought the children's book? This is fucking pathetic. <laughs> This is fucking pathetic. Yeah. I, I have no intention of buying that book. Yeah. What does this sound like? It sounds like quick song. Oh, does it? <laughs> no, what does no, this that, sound That's the quick song vocals. Is it? Yeah, it's just Axel just making noises. Uh, that's oh. like quick song is. Yeah. Oh fuck! What is this? this? This is making me think of another song. This is like this is like beach music. Like you propped your feet up on the beach, having yourself a margarita <laughs> or a Corona. Back when we could still call it that. <laughs> In good time. <laughs> it's like some Jimmy Buffett shit. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. This is Hanson shit. A little bit, yeah. It sounds like a pop sound, right? Yeah. Caputo, are you, uh, did you pull the lyrics for this? I do have the lyrics pulled up here, yeah. Uh, give us, uh, let us get through this. Hang on, we're gonna listen a little more. Does it have verses? As I don't think it follows that formula. Uh, right now, it's not the first verse. Then there's actually a chorus. Okay. A small chorus. Okay. I swear I can hear Hanson playing this. <laughs> That's one thing hanging out with Rick Dunsford will do for you. Get you listening to fucking Hanson. <laughs> I would have never gave that band a chance. <laughs> so what's so special about this Sunday that he is singing about is what I want to know. Like, let's really get deep into this song. Like, all right, well, purpose? Caputo's gonna read us the lyrics to the first verse here. So let's let's read us the, let's read the lyrics and we'll dissect them and we'll come up with what that is. All right. So it starts off. Uh, I know you've been dreaming about the times in our lives, but I've been screaming in my bed late at night. A space, a little, little, and your stack of pain makes a grip that's gall to me, child. That you'll stay. 
You've been in my life so long, can I get through to you? I touch you eyes and it shades my life blue. There's I something I need eyes. to say before it's too late. I mean, I'd probably need to you. touch your eyes. I don't know. That's what I'd be touching you eyes, baby. <laughs> touching your ass. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I like that one. Touch your ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's something I need to say before it's too late, but I won't hold you back while I'm begging you to stay. Verse one. Okay. okay. And then it's just another Sunday, just another Sunday, etc. So what did we get? Yeah, it sounds like a... Oh, God, it's an Aaron Everly song before he ever even met her. Yeah, Probably. This be. was, yeah, recorded in 1990, so I would assume oh, so. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so yeah, it is an Aaron Everly song, probably. Definitely. 1990? That song was... Re- Are you serious? That was in 1990? Yeah, this is like a part of the Illusions demo. Okay. I did not know that. Well, I'm glad he yeah, didn't make it, because that song does not hold, hold up to any of the Illusions stuff, except for my world. <laughs> yeah, my world made it. This is not step into my world, <laughs> which is still in the wheel, by the way. Oh god, it's, it's coming, folks. When my world finally comes up, like as much shit as we've talked, I have no clue what we're gonna do in that episode. All right, I'm oh, gonna roast it for four hours. <laughs> have you on? We'll try. We'll do that. Oh, we will. <laughs> Now, now I want you to, I want you to try something. What's the guy that sings "If Only" from Hanson? What's his name? There's Taylor, Isaac, and Zach. Is Zach the one? Taylor's the drummer, right? No, no, Zach's the drummer. Taylor's Zach. the keyboardist, the main singer. Okay, so Taylor. So imagine Taylor Hanson singing these lyrics. All right, here we go. <laughs> Is this a handsome podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, we talk about Kiss a lot on here, too. I didn't realize how much we talked about Kiss until Brando came on. It was like, you guys talk about Kiss like every episode. I, I don't think so. Okay, I, I know what it sounds like. So imagine an '80s show, like I don't know, like a Laverne and Shirley type show. It sounds like an intro <laughs> music for like a for like an '80s sitcom show. You know what that? I think that, that was weird. the '70s, bro. <laughs> or, yeah, '70s or eight or like something in the '80s or '70s, man. Some kind like of weird sitcom. Ah, I mean, it sounds like that. a. It sounds like it could be an intro to a to some cheesy, you know, like like a some family sitcom show. You know, like. Yeah, yeah I little, if you take the if you take Axel's vocals out and you just have the instrumental, you know, you can see like the kids smiling at the camera, you know, the <laughs> dad folds the, the laundry, and then he looks up and like, oh, what the fuck is this camera doing here? Hi, you know, just... <laughs> freeze frame. <laughs> oh my god, that's what this shit reminds me of. You're right, though. You want to read us some more lyrics before we continue? 
All right, yeah, let's get into verse two here. All um, right, let's break there's this too many down. games. There's too many games in a day for a simple man to face. That desperate moment in your life where you can't be afraid. Don't think your second chance will break around the bend because hearts don't always share love or the person on the other end. Okay, mm. right, pause for a second. I can, I, can, I can relate to this because sometimes, I mean, yeah, I want to watch the Chiefs game, but then I want to watch the fucking Steelers game, and it's on Sunday, and they're both playing at the same time. So now I have to choose who's more important, my home team, the Chiefs, or, or the Steelers, the team that I'm, I'm dreading the Chiefs having to play someday. And, <laughs> and <laughs> so I can, I, can, I can relate to this verse. So you're saying that Axl Rose wrote a song about Sunday Night Football? Yes. Just another Sunday. Rick likes the Cowboys, though. Not this season. (laughs) (laughs) With their third-string quarterback. And they were on their second-string quarterback when I was in Mississippi last time while we were eating at the restaurant, and we got to watch in real time as he broke the fuck out of his leg. Oh. And then we almost beat the Steelers with a third-string quarterback. Ah, this is true. This is true. All right, here we go. Back in. If you sung it in a Jamaican accent, this would be reggae. Yeah. My professional opinion. (laughs) What's your professional opinion? That it would be reggae. Right. I got an exercise for everybody out there. I know it's not reggae, but I want everybody out there, don't Google it, name five Bob Marley songs. Oh, fuck. I got these three. <laughs> all the Bob Marley shirts I see out there and all the Bob Marley posters that sell... That's all I ask is name five Bob Marley songs because nobody that I've ever seen in a Bob Marley shirt. If I see somebody in a Bob Marley shirt, I'll say name five Bob Marley songs. Nobody's been able to do it. Ask someone that missed this shirt to name uh, five Misfit songs. Oh, I can do that. Well, I know you can, but a lot of people can't. They'll say dig up her bones. But I don't hate it. That's the thing, though. I don't like it, but I don't hate it. <laughs> Hell it's no. A filler, for sure. Do what? It's a filler track, for sure. Yeah. Hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Hail to the I, I could translate that part for you right there. Aaron was wanting to use a strap on on Axel, and at that part, he was like, "No, no, 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 no." He was like, "Bitch, no, 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 that's not gonna happen." <laughs> uh, Caputo, you want to read us the last verse so we can really dissect the song before we get into ratings? Uh, would we want to continue from the second verse, or? Yeah. Or is there a third verse, or did I just? 
Because we talked all. Yeah, I only read like. You want me to just go through the last verse? Yeah, yeah. Skip ahead. Yeah, skip it. Okay. So, uh, verse verse three. Uh, those are tickets for the same plane. Bring it back to me, because I think it's supposed to be feeling the same pain it makes half the luxury. Uh, take a walk away won't end the carousel, but if walking away can bring you back, then I wish you well. You've been uh, in my life so long. Can I get through to you? I touch your eyes and it shades my life blue. Then it's like the last few ones from uh, this, like that, that repeating couple lines from the last two verses too. Okay, yeah, that don't make no sense. So, all right, <laughs> who wrote this song? I, who's the writer of this song? Do we know? Uh... Oh yeah, Axel Rose and West Arkeen. That's disappointing. Well, that is very disappointing. Okay, I was thinking it would be Slash. A lot changed between 1990 and 2000 when it comes to songwriting oh, yeah. ability. Yeah, I oh, uh, how that was. All right, ratings. Rick, you're our guest. Would you like to go first? We go one from a scale of one to five. How many stars would you give this song? Oh, my God. I mean, I'd probably, and to be honest, I'm probably at 1.5. 1.5? Okay. I, mean, I, I, I would give on the vocals, just the way Axel sounds, I would give Axel a solid 4.5, but just the music in general, the music was garbage. The the music I did not enjoy at all. It's not something I would just put in the car and like, yo, fellas, check this out. Yeah. If I wanted someone to listen to Guns N' Roses, that would be the last song I would let them hear. <laughs> you you know want to step so into my world. I will probably let them hear that one before I let them hear this one. Fair enough. Uh, Chris, do you want to go next or do you want me to go next? Did I lose him? You're, Caputo. you're muted. Am I muted? My connection. No, no, it's my connection's like fucked right now. So I don't know what the hell is going on here. Oh, man. The troubles of the internet. Can you hear me, Rick? Uh, it's, it's... Yeah, I hear Okay. It's cutting out right now. Yeah, I'm just going to have to switch to audio only here. Okay. Hopefully, that kind of works. Yeah, we record video, but we don't use it. Oh, because I haven't seen his video. It just says CC. Oh, okay. Well, uh, while Chris is figuring out his connection, uh, I guess I'll give my input on it. Um,. Like I said, it sounds kind of reggae-ish. I think Rick made a good call with the 80s thing that he was saying. And for me, um, the song in general, uh, I agree that the music kind of sucked. I don't know if that was really Guns N' Roses playing the music or if that was a... That sounded like stock music to me. Yeah, that's that's the best way to describe it. It doesn't sound like... Obviously, Axel there, but yeah. it sounded like it was just a bunch of fart machines he was singing over. Yeah, I think uh, I think what may have happened was that Axel probably, it, to me, it feels like Axel recorded vocals over stock music is what it sounds like to me. And for that reason, I don't know. I like you said though. I, you you nailed it on the head. Axel was pretty on point, but the song itself kind of sucked. 
So yeah, uh, Axe's voice is great. I'll be I'll be I'll be a little more generous, and I'll give it I'll give it a solid two. Just oh, for fair. how just for how Axel sounded, I'll give it a solid two. But uh, yeah, we're all back together now. Uh, so Chris, we were up to you. What is your review of Just Another Sunday? Honestly, it's it's in, it's interesting. It's also weird. This fucking song. Like I get that it's a demo. Like, but still, like I don't know. To me, it sounds like something Barry fucking Manilow would sing. Like it's. <laughs> Like literally, it sounds like like that, or like it's like it's like a Rod Stewart demo. That's what it literally sounds like. Did he hit the nail on the head, bro? Yeah. Rod Stewart, come on. Yeah, we needed some line about it, like the Copacabana or some shit, and it's like, there you go. So, what's your score? Um. Oh, this is I. I I'm just going to give it, like, a solid one. Like, I got to demo, but, like, I don't know where this was going to lead to. Like, usually with demos, you can see, like, oh, this could have been something like this. Or, like, you can see other bits of it incorporated into, like, other songs into, like, that album or whatever. But, like, I don't see where the fuck this was going to go anywhere. This is just, like, like a Sick weird Axel head project. Yeah, basically, <laughs> like, as Rick mentioned earlier, it's literally, like, like fucking, it is a, it's a Just Another Sunday, the sitcom. Maybe it's writing a theme song. For like a, a cheesy Maybe. TV show, could have been. Dude, that is hilarious. <laughs> well, guys, we're gonna we're gonna spin the wheel here in just a little minute, just a minute, and figure out what we're gonna do next week. But in the meantime, be sure to stick around for GN Extra, or don't stick around. Go over to GN Extra and download this week's episode of GN Extra, where I guess we're gonna continue hanging out with Rick for a little bit and uh, shooting the shit for another, I don't know, ten or fifteen minutes and. Uh, We'll see what's coming up next week. You ready to spin the wheel? Let's do it. I don't have the sound effect anymore on my new phone, but I have it memorized. So, yeah, there you go, Rick. Thank you. That works. <laughs> I have no idea how he does that weird thing, but okay, here we go. And, uh, well, it didn't do the drum roll or anything, it just popped up. Okay, hang on, hang on. Here we go. Waterfall by Adler. Oh, okay. More fucking Adler. I know, right? We didn't get any fucking Adler, and now it's all Adler, so... Yeah, hey, dude, yeah. we pulled one song out, and, like, literally a waterfall of them is coming upon us. Yeah, and it just so happens next week's episode will be Waterfall by Adler. And... Head over to GN Extra, folks. We're going to be continuing our conversation with Rick. We're going to be doing, uh, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to hang out for a few more minutes. We'll give you something over there. We never oh, yeah. fucking know what we're doing. Hey, come okay. over and listen to Extra because we got some uh, one-of-a-kind stories you're about to hear. Ooh. Okay. There we go. It's not just me making the promises this time. So oh, on behalf of something out there. <laughs> <laughs> I usually have some bullshit thing that I then pin on Caputo to have to make up for when they get over. So <laughs> <laughs> So until next time. First off, th- before we go, thank you, Rick, for coming on the show. We really oh, appreciate yeah, you being like this. Me. Thank you. And until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I am Chris Caputo. We will see you next week here on Guns and Radio. Peace.